0: Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod World Cup edition. We're back in the chair for another round of action, and the games keep coming thick and fast. Jimmy Buckley with you on this Thursday, the 24th of November, joined by the great Sammy Williams opposite me in the Racing and Sports studio. Welcome, Sam. Hello, Jimmy. How are you, all right?
1: Going all right, mate. Enjoying the first week of the uh, Football World Cup. It's been exciting and some upsets and just great to have it going.
0: And I suspect you're probably catching a a bit of uh, the early game each day when you're up attending your little one-year-old, I can only imagine.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a lovely time. The six o'clock game in the morning, it gets gets the day going and it's a lot better than watching the news. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is an improvement. Uh, So results overnight. Uh, We started with a nil or draw. Morocco really stood up against Croatia, which was absolutely fantastic to see. We saw another big shock. Japan coming from one goal down to beat Germany with two late strikes. They won that game 2-1. Spain sent a big statement, 7-0 over Costa Rica. And then Belgium escaped, really, with a 1-0 win over Canada. They had to save a penalty. They had to withstand... An absolute shedload of Canadian pressure and I think the Maple Leaf crew will probably disappointed that they didn't take anything away from that, Sam.
1: Yeah, obviously they're built up for this game. This is the first one of the tournament and so much you know, hype around the World Cup. This is the, the game you want to start well in. Um, no doubt they're a little bit disappointed.
0: We have a bunch of bets we want to give you. But before we get to that, Sammy, I've developed a bit of a theory already around this World Cup. We've seen some upsets already. We've seen some uh, some heavily favoured sides failing to get results. And I think it all comes down to desert theory. I like it. We're now, going. Saudi Arabia 2-1 over Argentina. Huge result. Saudi Arabia is, of course, about 95% desert or desert-like Geography, very uh, non-arable kind of land. We do know this World Cup is being played in Qatar in the middle of the desert. So Saudi Arabia, 2-1, they get the victory. Tunisia play Denmark, Denmark heavily favoured. In this one, Tunisia grind out a nil-all result. Bottom 50% of Tunisia is, of course, creeping into the Sahara Desert. Nil-all against Denmark. Now, Morocco versus Croatia last night. Morocco, the northwest corner of the Sahara Desert, and almost entirely made up of desert, they grind out a nil-all result against a much higher fancied opponent in Croatia, who uh, were runner-up at the last World Cup. Poland versus Mexico. Now, I'm sure you know this already, but for those of you that uh, aren't across this, the Bwendov Desert in Poland is Central Europe's largest accumulation of loose sand in an area away from the sea. Now, this is uh, not naturally occurring. This is a build-up created by mankind over millennia, I think, which comes down to sucking salt away from certain parts of the country and it deposits elsewhere. But Poland do possess quite a large desert as far as these things go. Nil all against Mexico. Well done. Qatar, obviously the exception to the rule here. They got beaten quite comfortably by Ecuador on opening night. 2-0. Doesn't count. They're the host nation. We know they're no good. And then finally, Australia. 70% arid or semi-arid land. They lose 4-1 to France. So desert theory only works in the Northern Hemisphere.
1: I like a bucko. And punters, if you're listening, there's two things that bucko like in this world. It's geography <laughs> and football. <laughs> I hope uh, we haven't put you to sleep with that. But anyway, what Bucko's saying, there's a lot of deserts out there and there's a lot of football teams with deserts. <laughs> there are. I hope you could uh, work through what he's just gone through there.
0: They are loving the conditions, some of these teams. <laughs> now, moving on, Switzerland versus Cameroon. Four more games to look forward to, I should say. Switzerland, $1.73 here and favoured to beat the Cameroonians, who as we all know, do protrude a little bit into the Sahara Desert with the northern tip of their country. It's quite a funny shape, Cameroon. And Does uh,
1: that meet your criteria?
0: Well... Look, on this occasion, I'm going to go against Desert Theory because uh, it's really only that northern tip. More of Cameroon, I think, you'll find is quite green.
1: There's certainly not enough players in the team from the northern tip.
0: No, unfortunately not. And, uh, look, I'm happy to, to jump on Switzerland here at the seventy three. Now, their coach, Murat Yakin, believes this is the greatest Switzerland team of all time which is uh, a fair claim. They are also 28 places ahead of Cameroon in the FIFA World Rankings. I think $1. seventy-three is a pretty good price. They, uh, the majority of their squad play in elite European leagues. Uh, as far as Cameroon go, now I guess most famously the home nation of Samuel Eto, who was a brilliant player there about 15, 20 years ago. Uh, you may know of this Cameroonian striker, Brian Mbuemo who plays for Brentford FC in the Premier League. Actually hit the woodwork more times than uh, any other player, well, equally with Rafinha last season in the Premier League. I think he hit the woodwork seven or eight times. Uh, Pretty handy up forward, plays for Brentford FC, probably their best-known player, certainly to English listeners. Uh, Look, they'll get out there and have a good run, but I'm pretty keen on Switzerland at $1.73. Sammy, Uruguay versus South Korea very interesting matchup here $1. sixty-seven, Uruguay, South Korea $5.75, what do you make of this?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting first game uh, for both these nations it's, we've said a number of times over this week that it, it, the first game it really sets the tone for certain teams we've seen a couple of upsets um, You know, there's going to be some momentum for them and some sides need to bounce back so for Uruguay it's a big game they won their last four World Cup group games Suarez is their key man Uh, their last two group stages Suarez has been the first goal scorer so with that in mind I think Uruguay to win at $1.70 Suarez as a anytime goal scorer is at $2.70 throw it together you get $3.34 so that's where I'm playing I know you're not a fan of Suarez we were speaking about it earlier I think the word grub was used yeah (laughs) yeah,
0: it was used uh, only because this is a family friendly podcast (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, certainly not uh, Certainly not fans of uh, Luis Suarez here. But, look, you make a compelling case there. Uruguay Dark Horses, I think, uh, at this World Cup, they're going to go very well. They came through that South American qualifying, that notoriously difficult South American qualifying. Darwin Nunes, the new Liverpool striker, is reportedly going to be fit enough to play this, so he'll certainly direct some attention from Suarez. And we know Suarez is a big game player and he certainly does like to stand up in the World Cup. That looks a pretty good price to me, $3.34. Now, speaking of much maligned players, Portugal versus Ghana. Portugal, $1.40 here. Ghana, the lowest-ranked team in the World Cup this year, $8.50, and the draw paying $4.33. To me, this all comes down to one man, and that is Cristiano Ronaldo. He spent uh, the back end of his United career, which was uh, well, his second United stint, which was terminated this week, by mutual consent, as they say. Translation, Manu was sick of paying him £400 plus thousand pounds per week to sit on the bench, and Ronaldo couldn't get out of there fast enough. They finally came to an agreement. This could go one of two ways. He could just uh, come out for Portugal, be be super rusty, not interested, and it doesn't really work out. Or he could come out as a bit of a caged lion who hasn't had much game time, has a point to prove that he's still the man and as we know cristiano fantastic footballer we can't take that away from him the greatest of all time in his own head
1: yes he does like himself you like the desert theory i like the cage line theory i think that ronaldo comes out and i think he turns it on there's just been so much scrutiny and so much uh, attention on him at manu he's now away from that environment I think he's got such a big point to prove, and he's on the world stage, and he's been a world stage player for a long time. So I just think he comes out and he fires. And you know, Portugal—they're a side who can, um, you know, who can be right there at the right end of the tournament as well. And as you said, a lot of it comes down to their superstar.
0: And they're not a very much—not a one-trick pony. This Portugal side—they're a young squad. They're hungry. They've got. A lot of experience in those elite European leagues, and I like the direction they're travelling in as a country. I mean, just look at the way Benfica's going so far in the Champions League this season. I'm with cage lion theory here. I like Ronaldo to score at any time, paying two dollars and ten cents. I also like Portugal to win by two goals or more, paying two dollars and fifteen cents. This game looks a good one for them to open their campaign, and they are determined here to start with a bang. They're in a, a bit of a tricky group. I think, with Uruguay and South Korea as well, and they need these three points. Caged line, Cristiano Ronaldo comes out, and he has an absolute barnstormer of a game here. Last one for the evening, or should we say for the early morning, Brazil versus Serbia. Brazil, the favourites to win this World Cup, paying $1. forty-four here, the draw $4.33. And Serbia paying $7. What do you like here, Sammy?
1: I do like Brazil. They're the competition favourites. They're the ones that uh, you know we all expect to, you know, certainly be in the in the final. I think they've got so much quality across the park. The heat. You know, we've spoken about the desert theory. Um, Brazil is quite a humid country at the best of times. Um, over in Qatar at the moment, the humidity is upwards of seventy percent. I think it's going to suit Brazil a little bit more than the Serbians. And I also think that they're going to come out firing. I think they've got a real um, this this first half. I think they'll come out and, and really attack and try and put um, put a marker down for Brazil to win by two or more goals. The same as your previous bet, you can get two dollars twenty. Now doubling your money for the Brazilians at two dollars twenty. That that's where I'm playing. Um, you know reasons I've stated before, but you know I just think too much quality across the park. A little bit of the climate, which we love talking about, is going to come into play and. For me too good
0: Yeah I would agree with that uh, They're going to come out and start with a bang Could be similar to what we saw From Spain last night Very very fluid hitting the ground running I don't know if they'll rack up seven necessarily Against Serbia but uh, I agree with that I think they come out and they win and they win well uh, Alexander Mitrovic A uh, bit of late news there it Looks like he's shaken off a foot injury And should play and uh, Neymar apparently is fit and firing So he's probably in better nick than he has been Injury has savaged his last two World Cups This may well be his last crack with Brazil We'll see uh, There's certainly a career waiting for him as an Olympic diver If he wants to go down that path He's not quite on Suarez levels for mine But uh, another one I'm not overly fond of It must be said However, for the punters He can score a couple of goals and we won't
1: mind Would you go as far as the grub?
0: not quite no i wouldn't say grub because i don't necessarily use the word grub to decide to describe someone that just dives all over the place and carries on and that sort of stuff i would just well i'm not going to say what i would use because i don't think um i don't think we're allowed to swear on this podcast but that's all right i just i just cannot stand when a player falls over like he's been shot, rolls around, tries to con the ref, so on and so forth. Apparently, it's part of the game. I can't get my head around
1: that. It will never bring in the casual fan. It's a, it's a very it's a massive frustration of mine. Um, you know the theatrics of it all. I just don't see how that can be part of the game. I don't. You know I'm I'm pretty old school in a lot of ways. I see the sporting world, and I just don't see how that benefits anyone or the game or the player or the team. I just think it. You know, I just wish they could crack down on a little more.
0: In certain countries, junior players are taught to dive, so make of that what you will. Let's wrap it up here now. Just a run through: Switzerland to win, a dollar seventy three. We think that's a pretty good price. Sammy likes uh, just a cheeky same game multi here in the Uruguay South Korea game. Nothing too complicated. Uruguay to win and Luis Suarez anytime goal scorer. That pays three dollars and thirty four cents. We like Portugal to win by two or more goals against Ghana, paying $2.15. And we like Cristiano Ronaldo to score at any time during that match. That's paying $2.10. And then we like Brazil to bring us home, winning by two or more goals against Serbia, paying $2.20. They'll thrive in the Qatari humidity. I would have thought Sammy uh, any closing remarks mate or should we leave it there?
1: No leave there, mate we've we've said enough.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. We'll be back again with you next week and until then happy punting.